1: We need to notice he isn't victorious not not ultimately john tells us then i heard a loud voice saying in heaven now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our god and the power of his christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our god day and night has been cast down and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death. So right there, we're given three keys which unlock victory over the enemy of your soul.
0: The Bible is filled with priceless information that better equips us to defend ourselves against the enemy of our souls. In some cases, we can often end up missing some of the most crucial points. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches us three powerful components that are sure to guard our souls from the enemy. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to the 11th chapter of Revelation and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: We're resuming our study in the book of Revelation today in chapter 12, and we're given three keys to victory over the enemy in this chapter. We're going to read the whole thing, and then we'll talk about it. Verse 1 says, Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of twelve stars. Then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, He persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child, but the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half a time from the presence of the serpent. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. And the dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, chapter 12 gives us the first of several signs that that we're gonna work our way through. Actually, the first two that we're gonna work our way through as we study the, the next few chapters. A pregnant woman going into labor and then giving birth to a son. I believe this represents Israel giving birth to Christ. And then we see an angry dragon, Satan, the accuser of the brethren, always attacking those who serve God, but never victorious. Here in this section of the Revelation, John was given a bird's eye view of the battle between the devil with his demonic army and the angelic army of heaven. Satan makes war against the angels of heaven and even attempts to devour the Messiah when, when he puts on flesh, when he's manifested as a, as a human baby. But he isn't successful at it. And he's cast out of heaven down to the earth where he persecutes those who belong to the Lord. But even then, again, we need to notice he isn't victorious, not, not ultimately. John tells us, then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accused of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. So right there, we're given three keys which unlock victory over the enemy of your soul. Number one, the blood of the lamb. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 1, as God was preparing to free Israel from their captivity, he instituted the Passover. Verse 1 says, Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month every man shall take for himself a lamb. According to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs, they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in fire, its head with its legs and its entrails. You shall let none of it remain until morning. And what remains of it until morning, you shall burn with fire. thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be assigned for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. You understand what was going on here? God was giving Israel that he was instituting this that he called the Passover. It was a ritual. It was something There was a specific way he wanted them to do it. He wanted them to be ready to rush out the door. That was, you know, be be belted up, be ready to go, eat this in a hurry, don't leave anything. If anything's left over for the morning, you've got to burn it all up. This is the way it's going to go down. I'm going to judge your enemies. I'm not going to judge you because you're going to put the blood of that Passover lamb on your doorpost and on the lintel. And so I'm going to pass over the house that's marked by the blood of the lamb. But see, this was a foreshadowing of what Jesus was going to do later. On the night of his arrest, Jesus ate the Passover meal with his disciples. And Matthew tells us in Matthew 26, 26, that as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body. Do you see what he was doing? Taking that Passover meal. Now the the bread that they would enjoy and and he's telling them, this all now, it's about me. It's its no longer about Egypt. It's no longer about the that little one-year-old spotless lamb. I'm the lamb. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11, we're told... Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands. That is not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all having obtained eternal redemption. See that what the Israelites would do was only good for a year. They had to do it every year, every year, every year, both the Passover and that offering that the high priest would take into the holy place you know that 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 yearly offering that had to be made for sin on behalf of israel hebrews is telling us our high priest you don't have to do it every year he did it once it's done
0: We're so glad you joined us today for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website MainThingRadio.com and like our Facebook page. Keep up to date on everything happening in Main Thing Radio and receive a dose of encouragement right on your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven. This book shares insights, research from the Bible itself, that give us a picture of what heaven will be like and may challenge some of what you previously believed about our eternal home. This gift is yours is our way of saying thank you for your donation to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.